Today's episode of Locked on Phoenix Suns is brought to you by 1010. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana, 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring, launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting, limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches again on January 18th, and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. You are Locked On Suns, your daily Phoenix Suns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Cam Johnson Day here on Locked On Phoenix Suns. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and I am your host, Brendan Clean. You can follow our show on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On PHX Suns. You can follow me on Twitter at Brendan Clean 14. And you heard me right. Today is Cam Johnson Day. Could not be more excited to give you my interview with Cam Johnson, Suns Forward. Starter in the bubble during the 8-0 run, number 11 overall pick in 2019, and one of the best shooters in the NBA already. I do not want to waste any time before we get into the interview with Cam today, so I will not belabor things. If you have not checked out our preview content the past couple of weeks, I would love if you did so. Go give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to audio and check out our preview content. We talked about Chris Paul a ton. We talked about Devin Booker a ton. We talked about the Suns rotation. We we reviewed, we recapped every single preseason game. We talked about fun lineups. It's all right there in your feed at Locked On PHX Suns. And it's all great stuff to get you ready for the 2020-21. NBA season, Phoenix Suns season, the first where playoffs are the expectation, where young players like Cam Johnson are on the cusp of competing in meaningful games and turning this rebuild into something new, something more, something better. And Cam talked a lot about that. We talked about his development as a shooter, his relationship with Mikhail Bridges, leadership on this team. Cam told an amazing story about LeBron James and Chris Paul that you will not want to miss. Cam also discussed the bubble, how he knew that the mentality and focus there was better and what it did for the Suns' culture. There's so much great stuff in here. Cam is awesome to speak with, and he was very gracious with his time and his honesty. So without further ado, here is Cam Johnson. All right, I am here... Uh, with Suns forward Cam Johnson, second year player Cam Johnson. Um, we're we're publishing this the day of the first regular season game, Cam. So um, I want to get into some of what this season is going to look like for you. And I want to talk a little bit about kind of your, your path to this to this point so far. But uh, what's this week looking like for you? you guys have Christmas off. So you getting to spend some time with the family? No, I'll be by myself. Um, we'll probably have to travel on Christmas night, right? Because we yeah. play in SAC 26 and 27. So um, my family's back in Pittsburgh, and I'll just kind of be at home by myself, just chilling. You guys doing anything as a team? 
Um, I don't know. We, we might, I'm not sure yet. We haven't really discussed it, but I'm sure other people might have families and stuff in town. Um, so it'll just be a matter of who's, who's solo. Okay. So somebody listening, DoorDash some food to Cam's house or something like that. So we can, yeah. <laughs> we can get him hooked up for not spending Christmas alone, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's let's go back to uh, let's go back to the draft, if you don't mind, to last year or at least the summer last year, because um, I think I asked you. We got to talk to you guys. Uh, you didn't play obviously in summer league, but we got to talk to you guys in Vegas, and I think I asked you about uh, <laughs> what is now viral moment of Kobe White kind of getting geeked out about how how fortunate you were in the draft that night and everything and. I asked you about that and you, you said it was kind of exciting and whatever, but you were kind of like, let's, let's just see how things play out basically. And, um, but looking back on that, cause it was a, a surprise for a lot of people to see you get picked that high. Right. I mean, I think, I think we're all aware that the guys that do this stuff on their big boards and whatever have things stacked up all this way. And then when one thing goes awry, it's, it's going to be news. And you were one of the surprise picks that year. So I'm curious, does that, did that motivate you at all? Do you, do you look at that stuff and be like, I got to prove those guys wrong. I have to see, or I have to show them like that, that's that, that, that wasn't right. Like, how do you kind of take that in? And, and over the course of the season, did you think about it at all? Um, I, well, first things first, I'm used to it. Um, they said the same thing when I was in high school. They said the same thing when I got to Pitt. They said the same thing when I went to North Carolina. I'm, I'm very used to it. Um, so it's, it's nothing that, it's nothing that can bother me, you know, if anything, I just use it kind of as motivation just to continue to work. Um, and then just, you know, for, for all the, for all the negatives, for all the, that was crazy. This is so out of the realm of possibility. There was also people who, you know, were in my corner who were supportive who, you know, so there's a, there was a little bit of balance more than, more than you might think from the outside. But, um, yeah, it for sure gives me just a little chip. I mean, as a basketball player, you take any opportunity to put a chip on your shoulder whenever you can take it. You take any opportunity to to give yourself a little bit of motivation um, on a day when you don't feel like working out, on a day when you don't feel like lifting, on a day when your body's a little sore and, and practice is going to be hard. Like that, that's kind of what you tap into to find that next level. And and it's they made it easy for me, right? It's like, well, you didn't deserve to be in the first place. All right, I'll I'll prove you wrong. I'll prove you wrong on, on my worst days. I'll try to prove you wrong on my best days. Um, so that that's that's kind of how how it is for me. Um, and I still have a lot of that to go. And don't you know? It's it's a process. It's a process. But I feel you know confident and comfortable coming into this season with with the growth, with the off season, and then with our team right now. So I'm excited. Let's talk about that that growth a little bit. And uh, it's a little bit of a fast forward from the draft all the way to the bubble, but. I remember, you know, you were one of the guys really harping on the the focus and mentality that you guys had out there and how you you kind of noticed it, it set that example right from the beginning as a team and and I think that was a big reason at least from from what you guys have said of of why you were able to have the success you did on that 8-0 run. So, when did you first notice that? When did you first notice when you guys got to Orlando or maybe it was even before, maybe it was out here before you guys traveled over there? Um, as far as how guys would approach things and, and that level of, of determination that obviously carried you? Well, in, in, in situations like this that are unprecedented, 
um, it's just a lot of what coach would call uncertainty. And he always says navigate uncertainty. Like that was his real catchphrase buzzwords of, of the summer and of the whole COVID experience up to this point is navigate uncertainty. Um, and I think we, we did a pretty good job of being professional when we got back to work in Phoenix. I thought guys were in the gym, guys working hard, energy was high. And I think that carried over into the early bubble practices where we just had like a, like a renewed sense of life, you know? Um, <clears throat> I'm sure there was 22 teams in the bubble. I'm sure there are some teams that went through the lull of like kind of what's going on, why like this is a, a strange situation. But I think our team mentality as a whole was like, let's just take advantage of this. Like we have an opportunity. We were, we were barely squeezed into this, to this bubble. Like, let's take advantage of it. Let's make a push. Like we came there to win all eight games. And that's kind of what we said. We That's what we said. We were there to not, not to lose, to win all eight games. And we did that. Um, we didn't make the playoffs, unfortunately, but like the steps we took to get there, I think are just culture building blocks, culture building blocks in the sense that like we, we can draw back on that experience. We can, we, we, we have momentum from that. We have knowledge from that. And um, I, I think it'll help us. Granted, we do have a couple new faces this year, but I think as a whole, our culture is, is intact. Well, kind of stuck out to me and like, obviously I'm not going to sit here and say it didn't matter to you guys that you didn't make the playoffs but it doesn't seem like you let all of everything kind of get built up into like if we don't make the playoffs like we failed it kind of feels like the 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 not skipping steps I know that's something Monty says too is like it feels like you guys doing the eight and no run improving the way you did that was kind of the reward in and of itself a little bit is that fair to say well yeah um <clears throat> So one thing about this is we did what we did in the in the regular chunk of the regular season, and there was no going back and changing that, right? Um, we have we have to live with that. We have to live with that shortcoming as it compares to the bubble. Um, so when you get to the bubble, we our job was to take care of everything that we could, right? And and we went in there knowing that even if we took care of everything, we still might not make it. But it gave us our best chance, and that's the tough thing about it. Like we watch that, we watch every second of that Portland Brooklyn game and you want Brooklyn to win so bad, but um, they just came up a little bit short and it's like, you, you can't put your, and, and coach talks about this all the time, but you just can't put your emotional investment into somebody else, into somebody else's game. It's hard to do. Um, and, and, and for us, that, that's what it was. It's just focus on what we can control, control what we can control in that bubble portion, get better as much as we can, and we can live with the result. Right. And so I think that's that mindset where it's not necessarily like no disappointment. Oh, we're fine. with just going eight, no in the bubble and leaving. We're not because we're competitors. We all want to be in a play. Get being in the playoffs in my first year, like that would have been fantastic. And, sure, you know, sure. um, a jump for us, a big jump for us, if we're being honest. Um, and so it's not about not making the playoffs. It's about knowing that we came in and controlled what we can control and we can leave with our heads held high and pushing forward to the future with that in mind. Let's uh, get into this upcoming season, but first let's take a quick break. Are we ready for some football? College football heads into bowl season, and there are some big matchups right around the corner. NBA is in full swing starting tonight, and that means 
that you need to get in on the action. There's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust here on the Locked On Podcast Network, and that is betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On, all one word, for your 50% welcome bonus. Get in here, guys. I've told you, hammer that Suns over 38 and a half wins this year. That's about like mid mid 40s, like low to mid 40s on a regular season. The Suns are going to be better than that. You all know it. Easy, easy money. I would not bet on the Suns, but please do it for me so that I can uh, live through all of you. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action and don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, back here with Cam Johnson, Suns forward, talking uh, the 2020-21 season and uh, some 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 new faces, like you said, a few guys who obviously add a, a little bit of, of expectation to this team. But before we get into that, I wanted to ask you, Cam, because one of the bigger things I've noticed covering you guys through training camp and preseason this year so far is uh, from from when it comes to you is your relationship with Mikhail. And both of you guys have kind of noticed noted how, how you kind of, you know, play off of one another and kind of have a, a connection in the gym that you're getting better together and all that type of stuff. So um, tell me a little bit about that. And was it something that developed right away in terms of you guys kind of having that relationship or what led kind of to, to that, to that growing over the course of your time here so far? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of developed kind of quick. Um, Mikhail is just a, a, an easy guy to get along with, first of all. And, and I'd say every, Everybody on our team this year, everybody on our team last year, probably everybody's ever played with would say the same thing. Um, he just he's just one of those guys that just everybody gets along with him, you know. And for for me, like I mean, we both, you know, would, would watch film with Coach Darko and, and and last year and would do workouts together. And through that, just kind of kind of built up a rapport where it's like you, I know what he's working on, I know what I'm working on. We're working on the same things. Our roles are very similar. And it just, it became something where it's like, you trust in his work, you trust in, you know, what you're doing, what he's doing on the court. So like that on the court chemistry kind of builds. Um, and on top of that, he's like, he's a guy that you always want on your team, a guy that does a little bit of everything and can defend the heck out of the ball. Like, and, he, and, and he's very good at what he does. So um, it's kind of easy right there for us. It's easy. We, we, we have our job, we do our job. We kind of do it in tandem a lot. Um, and, and he's a good guy off the court. Like that, those all add up to, to somebody that, that you get real close to over time for sure. Is this, it's always interesting to me cause you guys are so young, but is it, is it fair to say that he's one of the leaders of this group? It seems like that attitude has to be pretty infectious in terms of just going out there and getting to work all the time. And that, that has to kind of, you know, spread a little bit. Um, people lead in different ways, right? Um, and, and so in terms of vocal and like in that sort of way, like in a, in a heavy team captain sense, that's not really his his role. It's not really what he does. But in terms of being a guy that comes and shows up to work and never takes days off, like that, that that's, that's definitely where he shines. So um, I think it's pretty – I think we have a lot of – a very strong veteran presence this year. You throw in Chris, that's 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 super vet. Um and guys like guys like Jay, 
uh, book is uh, he got years under his belt for being as young as he is. Um, so a lot of the time for, for younger guys, it's, it's a lot of listening. It's a lot of listening. It's a lot of playing hard. And, and even if you're not a quote unquote vocal leader, you still go out and, and, and lead by example and show, you know, that, that this is serious. This is what we do. And, you know, and, and take that upon, we take it upon ourselves um, as, as, as young guys, we take it upon ourselves to show up to work every day, to be professional and, and to get better. Um, so it's, a, it's an interesting team dynamic. It's a little bit different than it was last year, but so far it, it's been, it's been really good and it's been a lot of learning. And it's, I think um, as a whole, I think we're getting there. Let's talk about Chris a little bit. Cause obviously that's the, the big addition this off season, but mostly what I want to hear from your perspective is, is it sounds like a lot of guys have already had an experience where Chris takes them aside or in the course of a game, he's going to kind of come over to them and, and give them some little tidbit that he noticed from them. Monty was telling us yesterday that he got a, a call from Chris late at night about some other team that's not even on your guys' schedule anytime soon. Just thinking when we play them, here's what we need to do. So uh, has there been any moment like that for you where, it's kind of shown mm-hmm. itself. I know you're not one to, to kind of pick those little moments out, but has there been anything? There's been a bunch. Okay. There's been a bunch. First of all, like he has some, he has a lot of a knowledge in his game where you just, if you sit there and listen to him for long enough, you start to pick things up. And two, um, he, he does this often. It's not a one out. It's not a one in a once in a while thing where he pulls you aside and tells you something during the game. Like when he was out, even when he's in, He's constantly communicating. He said, you see that shift. You see how they're guarding this. You see um, where, where, where they're susceptible to X, Y, and Z. And through those things, you gradually start to pick them up and, um, and see what he's talking about. And he harps on defense and he harps on, on that being our bread and butter and, and that, you know, making it, making our lives easier in the rest of the game. Like, not only is it X's and O's, it's mentality. He, he he puts that mentality onto us, that winning mentality. Like that's that's really what he does, and he does it often. So it's not just a I got a one one story saying it's Utah games. He's in our ear. L.A. games is in our ear. Um, here's an example: was uh, LeBron was cutting through the lane the in the last preseason game, the one I played against the Lakers, and I was guarding him, and he hit me. Like, he's going to try to bully me into the paint. I know he's already cutting. He's going to try to seal me in the paint and get the ball. So he hits me hard. So he, like, hits me hard, and he looks like he's about to do it again. So I just brace myself, and he hits me, and then but I hit him, and he throws his head back, foul on me, and I start laughing on the court. Like, uh, man, he just, he just tricked me into that for sure. So then Chris pulls me aside. And then he's talking to me about it. And then he's like, I know exactly what you were doing. I know exactly what you were thinking. He's like, you're not going to be moved. He's like, just be smart. Keep your hands up, blah, blah, blah. So he, he gave me that little spiel or whatever on, on what I needed to do. But he started laughing because he's like, I know exactly what you were doing. Like, I get it. So he's not like he's it, it's good. Like, it's always like. Some somebody I look forward to I look for on the sideline is like, what do you see? What, what, what do you you know, what, what can I do? Um, and so that's a, that's a definitely a good thing. That's funny. I mean, and that's his guy too. So I'm sure he's seen tricks like that for years, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about a little bit more of uh, what's next for you this year. I'm all prepped with my built go heading into this NBA season because we all know 
it's about to get hectic. It's about to get crazy. It's about to get fun. And I'm going to hit a wall. I, I already know. I can already see it. It's only the end of December here. We got to get through to June or who knows how far this Suns team is going to take me. And uh, that's why I have to stock up on Built Go. But sometimes we don't even know when those walls are going to come. For whatever your mental or physical wall is, whether you see it coming like I do or it just hits you out of nowhere, Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. Easy to consume, one and a half ounce packages for your briefcase, your golf bag, or just your pocket. It's like five hour energy without that same crash afterward or a monster with a third of the caffeine and better results. Bilco combines energy gel with collagen protein that helps your joint, soft tissue, hair, and skin health. Bilco's loaded with the good stuff to get you going throughout the day like beta alanine, B3, honey, and a kick of caffeine. It also has 10,000% of your daily B12 and your B6. This stuff gets you going, makes you look good, and it's super easy to, to take on the go with you. Visit BiltGo.com and use a promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED at checkout for 20% off at BiltGo.com. Okay, closing out the show with Cam Johnson talking uh, this this season from your perspective, Cam, and um, you know, you and I are about the same age. So when I'm, I was thinking shooters and like watching the game growing up, it's it feels like it was a lot of smaller guys who were kind of the best shooters in the league, like Ray Allen or JJ Redick, who's, I mean, he's still around, but still it feels like we're seeing some of these bigger guys like Duncan Robinson or, or Clay Thompson, even like Buddy Heald. He's not necessarily tall, but like a big guy, right? So uh, more of these wings and forwards. So I guess when you look around, like who are the guys you kind of watch the most, try to pick up from the most? And what, a, what are some of the things you've taken away from watching like the best shooters these days operate? Um. I watched a lot of clay in college um, and I bought, you know, Duncan Robinson, his footwork is, is great. His release is very consistent. Like he just has a very pretty shot. Um, guy like Davis Bertans from the wizards just finds his threes and knocks them down. And it's pretty, it's consistent. Deep um, range. Too. Deep range. And these guys, you, you can all take something from these guys. But one thing that all the great shooters have in common is consistency and, and shot prep. Um, and that's one thing that I kind of been focusing on right now is, is always being ready to shoot. And it's something that I can do is so much better job of doing, um, always being ready to shoot, always being loaded and then always getting into getting into it from there. Um, so it's kind of like, it's more of an aggressive shooters mentality where basically every time you touch the ball, you're prepared to let it, let it go. And that's a mentality that the best shooters in the game have. And that's a mentality that the best shooters that even have played before have. Um, even a guy like Steph Curry, even though he has the ball in his hand a lot, he is always ready to shoot it. Always. Um, so there's just little things to take from everybody from a footwork perspective, um, from how they get into the shop perspective, and then how they work off ball and how they find their shots. Um, so for me, it's just kind of taking all those things and working on them. And we work on them every single day. Um, some days the shots go in, some days they don't. And that's just the nature of it. And then you kind of get used to that as a shooter. You get used to um, bouncing back from 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 maybe an off there and off game. So just keeping that mentality um, and, and figuring out how to become better at what I do has been a major emphasis this offseason, a major emphasis this preseason. And I'm looking forward to to rolling it into the season. Do you have a goal in mind for like, do you set a goal or has the coaching staff put one in place for like three point attempts 
per game or anything like that? Do do you guys no. break it down that way? No, and I, I they might. I mean, like the for example, the Utah game, my, the first preseason game, I shot zero, and they're like, yeah. "What are you doing?" And it's like, you know, I didn't. I could say like I didn't have any opportunities to shoot, or I didn't like that opportunity that maybe the ball was tipped or the ball came a little low, so I I just took the go catch. But that's not the point, right? The point is that I need to put myself in positions better and find them better and 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 help the team in that way overall better. So for me, it's not I don't like putting an, an, a set number of of three point attempts, but I do want to get them up, um, and I do. And for me, it's not even the number of attempts right now. It's just the fact that I'm prepared. I put myself in position. And, and so let's say, see, Mikhail's yelling something out the window. Oh, he's yelling, who day? I'm a Bengals fan. And the Bengals whooped the Steelers last yeah, night. The Bengals whooped the Steelers last night. Who day? Um, all my Pittsburgh people back home mad at me about it. <laughs> but um, so for me, it's not, it's not a three-point attempt per game thing. It's a be ready on every catch, be prepared to shoot, create opportunities, create more opportunities. So for example, um, in the Lakers game, we had a couple, couple plays where it's like taking that double screen away and shooting the three on the move on top of the key. Like that's something we worked a lot on over the off season. So it's like finding opportunities like that. Um, and finding opportunities out of a snap action in the first half spot up. So it was like a little bit of variety, but that's that's the more the emphasis not necessarily just a cold hard number of of x y and z attempts per game but having that mindset of being prepared every time i catch the ball in every action um active feet active hands and and just let the rest take care of itself makes sense yeah i mean you you, i think you got up almost five a game yes last year so i mean it's pretty high it's not necessarily trying to trying to move that number i guess it's more of that like you said that mentality but my last one for you real quick is um, I know one of the things that the Suns are trying to kind of build in all the guys is just that capacity to, to get better, to learn from mistakes, to improve work ethic. And that's, yeah. uh, you know, something that a lot of you guys have, and, and obviously that's there, but are, are you noticing coming into your second season that we're talking before you played another regular season game this year, but do you feel stuff kind of you're registering things more easily the second time around watching film and stuff like that? Yes. It seems like a lot of guys say that. Yes, so much more. And I felt a little bit in the bubble, right? That's um, um, The bubble gave me that first little glimpse of some time off where I can just reevaluate everything and, and just try to figure out how to be better. Um, but right now, going, in, going into this season, I just I feel a lot more confident in what we're doing. I feel a lot better with it, and it's fun. Like, just it, it stops becoming something where you're, like, on edge all the time. Like, am I doing this right? Am I doing this right? And then it just becomes a fun process where you're learning, you're growing, you're figuring it out. And, and, and you you start to see yourself maybe playing a little bit harder in it and and cutting harder, moving faster, being more decisive. Um, and then it's, 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 it just keeps on rolling. Like, it just keeps on building off of that. And it just becomes more and more fun to learn, becomes more and more fun to, to work. And practices become more and more fun. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at now. And obviously you throw in the adversity of the season, whether it be nicks and bruises or missed shots. Um, you just, you, you're going to, I'm going to have to, and myself and everybody else, everybody else who ever played basketball just has to keep that positive mindset, um, that kind of desire to get better and, and then be able to kind of 
even everything back out on highs and lows and, and continue to work. Um, and I think that's what we do. And that's what we do really well here is that we got guys that, that just, that just work. Um, and, uh, and I, that's why that's a big reason why I love, I love our culture right now. I love our team right now is because, um, I'm a guy that, that just likes to be in the gym, likes to go shoot extra and like that fits perfectly into what we do here. Um, and I appreciate that. And it's a fun thing to be a part of. And I think, um, especially in the long run that you're just going to see us continue to, to improve. You're going to see our young guys continue to improve because I feel like every single one of us has that same hunger, that same mentality. Um, and, and I, I like what we're building and we got this beautiful new facility, new arena. We got a hall of fame point guard. Like I, when I say I'm excited, like that's an understatement. I'm sure a lot of fans will love to hear that, Cam, but thanks you, uh, thank you for doing this and uh, stay healthy. Good luck tomorrow against Dallas and uh, we'll have to, We'll have to reconnect soon. For sure. Thanks, Brendan.